6.54, we're off to a frosty start this morning. Gradually going to warm it up. We're back into the low 70s by tomorrow. That ain't bad. Probably ain't bad to have our Washington Bureau Chief uh, or Washington Insider, Jamie Dupree, back in his own bed. Was it nice to reconnect with the family for one yeah, day yeah, yesterday? Yeah, they were pretty amazed to see me. Yes, I'll bet. Yeah. <laughs> a week on the ground in New Hampshire will do that. I remember when we had a field of what, like, it seemed like 25,000 GOP contenders, and everyone was complaining about all these people. All it took was one caucus and one primary, and now we're down to a really manageable size. Yeah, it's really a reminder of how f- swiftly the field can be winnowed when you actually get in there and start having votes and how difficult it is to stay in. I I got an email from a listener yesterday who was complaining about why are you guys putting the heat on people to get out of the race? It's still really early. And you're absolutely right about that, except it takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of organization. And it quickly becomes apparent who has that ability and who does not. I mean, look at Chris Christie. Here's a perfect example. He spent most all of his time in New Hampshire, like John Kasich, but just wasn't able to get up over the hump. And so once he finished sixth in New Hampshire, it was over. Uh, For Carly Fiorina, she announced on Tuesday night, she said, oh, no, I'm staying in this race. And, you know, we all sort of thought, okay, you can stay in. Uh, But she doesn't have the organization and the money. And sooner or later, you start having to think, am I going to go into debt even more to stay in this race? And for a lot of people, it just doesn't make sense. I equate it, Rich, to let's say you open a restaurant. And, you know, it starts off and it seems to go okay for the first six months. And then you start looking at the numbers and you just realize it's not going to work. You have Mm. two options at that point in time. You can either shut it down and save yourself money or you can plunge a lot more into it. And for a lot of these candidates, the answer is just stop there. Now, we at least it was six. Ben Carson, he's got a schedule. But I think he's sort of on the fringe right now. Hillary Clinton's going to try to regain some footing tonight. The next uh, presidential debate on the Democrat side. The second time she goes toe-to-toe with Bernie Sanders. I wonder how the New Hampshire um, uh, results and the spanking that she got uh, in terms of the margin of victory by Sanders could potentially change a little bit of the rhetoric that comes. No, not only change that, but it'll change the poll numbers. I mean, I guarantee you when the next polls come out, Bernie Sanders will be doing much, much better. That's that momentum figure we uh, we talk about in these races. Uh, tonight they're in Milwaukee, and, and you say, well, well, why are they in Wisconsin? What are they doing there? This is part of this whole pre-plan uh, of the Democrats to have these debates well in advance of when the votes actually take place. Remember, the last debate in Iowa was in November. Mm. The last debate in New Hampshire was supposed to be in December. Then they added one. This one, Wisconsin doesn't vote till the first Tuesday in April. One would think tonight on PBS there will be questions for Clinton about, hey, you just got slaughtered in New Hampshire. What's the deal? Again, I'll tell you, on the ground in Iowa and New Hampshire— Just that feeling that you're there with voters, that there are a lot of them that just look at Hillary Clinton and aren't interested. Pre-debate coverage with Jamie Dupree tonight at 7. Go behind the scenes during his week in New Hampshire. Some great storytelling at WOKV.com.